chip on the floor, man. Some neighbors were saying way too loud. Welcome in, everybody, to a brand new episode of Loose Lug Nuts, the NASCAR podcast. By the average fan, for the average fan, we are world famous. We got more countries downloading and listening to us. I'm Evan Roberts, joined alongside Thomas, and it's good to be back, just you and I. Yeah, I mean, our fans are confused who's hosting each day, but we got the uh, we got the B team here today, so that's good to, good to know. Well, and well, we have a listener in the Gaza Strip that I see. Yeah, yeah in Israel. So now we got Belgium, Germany, Saudi Arabia, and Israel. So we're just all over Europe. I think Saudi Arabia is not Europe. I don't think Israel is either. Well, you know what I'm talking about. I think they're Asia. I don't view them. Middle East and European. How about that? There you go. Well, some of our listeners might think Middle East is like Southern Indiana. (laughs) God, no, no. I apologize to our listeners. You guys are smarter than I am. Oh, man. so we have the B team here, but we'll have Luke's lug nuts next week. That's the uh, term uh, that we're going to call the show whenever Luke's on. There we go. So he'll be on next week because I'll be uh, boozing it up on the beach. Both episodes? Yeah. Jeez. All righty, let's get into it. All right, so we will break down the news from NASCAR around uh the country let's start first with texas motor speedway they are downsizing downsizing the grandstand and adding some suites yeah it's a similar thing to what mlb teams uh with cheap owners who don't want to pay players have done you can't fill a forty-four thousand seat stadium so you take nine thousand seats out put in some bars so the people that uh don't even like baseball but uh, come to the game because of status uh can drink their uh, $18 uh, margaritas and tell everyone how great the game was. So it seems that's what they're doing at Texas Motor Speedway. Well, I don't, you didn't reply to my email, and neither did Luke. Did you see the video from Randy? I did. I've showed, I've showed everyone I could find. Yeah, I'm with Randy. We stand with Randy the plumber who had to take a clear bag into Texas Motor Speedway and not a cooler, and it's just too damn effing hot for Randy the plumber to sit out there. And I stand with Randy. Yeah, 100, 115 degrees, you know, and you're making this guy walk around with a, a a satchel, a clear satchel with melted ice, like leaking out of it as his Coors, uh, Coors Lights. Did he have in his bag? Yeah. Yeah, as his Coors Lights are, are getting warm, like piss warm. Not a good look, Texas Motor Speedway. Yeah, especially once we got behind him with our 40 followers on Twitter, too. <laughs> and I, uh, yeah, so what they're talking about doing, they're going to back it off in the 75,000 range. Did you already say that? Nope. 75,000 seats, he, he, they were saying, adding suites, and the suites are going to have a uh, man cave feel, which means it's for people who don't want to watch the race. Yeah. So we're not going to get a good product, but come on out anyways. There's other stuff you can do. And um, maybe, maybe they could use their money to, uh, you know, like, repave or make some improvements on the track so we don't have to have the effing compound or traction compound or pj1 that would be nice or you know set it up so it doesn't take sixty nine thousand four hundred and twenty hours to uh, dry the track after a light drizzle to me those are the improvements that need made at uh, 
Texas Motor Speedway before the uh, downsizing. You sound like a guy that's uh, been through some pain with some rain at Texas Motor Speedway. Oh, you know, I'm not going to say how much money I spent uh, per lap while actually getting the watch. Um, the, it's not a good investment. No. You know, I could have went. I'm a big fan of a, of of NASCAR, as we've established. That's why I'm on a NASCAR podcast. I drove by Texas Motor Speedway on Saturday. Had a chance to go to a truck race and an Xfinity race, um, but it looked like pop-up showers might be occurring, so I drove right by. <laughs> See, I drove by during the week, and there's nothing going on, but I still didn't stop either, so we're kind of terrible NASCAR fans. So anyhow, next on the uh, the plate, uh, <laughs> fans, you could put your name on uh, Live Fast Motorsports Car at Pocono. Proceeds will benefit the American Brain Tumor Association. $100 uh, thingy a donation will get you a VIP package, including a picture of your name on the car and a Live Fast Motorsports hat. $1,000 gets you a larger spot on the race car VIP experience pass to see the race car at Pocono or a future event. That doesn't like tell me whether you can go to the actual race. Like if you get in a pit pass, that could just be, you get to see the car and they kick you out. Either way though, it's a good foundation. Uh, and then TIFF foundation is going to match donations up to 10,000. Uh, we, what happens, what happens when they, if the race car, like if it's not near you, like what if you live like in, well, that's why it said, or future event. So I think you could, but I guess if you're in Alaska, there's no future event. Yeah. I mean, maybe you can donate it to a serviceman or woman. Um, we tried at Loose Lug Nuts to put uh, Loose Lug Nuts on Jesse Little's car at Coda for Shriners Hospitals. And because of a clerical error, only Thomas Dick showed up on the car, which let the whole world know that Evan is a cold-hearted taint. Yeah. And I'm the guy, the generous guy with the uh, the big heart. Yeah, well, you did it for yourself, not Loose Lug Nuts, apparently. <laughs> Uh, so as we look back at last week in the Xfinity Series, Josh Berry's crew chief, Taylor Moyer, received a $5,000 fine for having an unsecured lug nut in post-race inspection. Loose lug nut alert. Yeah, I feel like unsecured lug nut, real shitty way of trying to not give us promotion. Yeah. That unsecured is loose. Yeah. Loose lug nut. I agree. Okay. <laughs> as long as we've established that. Uh, our friends at Roush Fenway Racing have been recognized for outstanding achievement by the prestigious Herms, Hermes Creative Hermes. Awards. Yep. Huh? Hermes. Herm Taking, a, they took home four platinum and two gold awards, along with one honorable mention for its marketing efforts over the past year. Yeah, and uh, that's a that's a worldwide thingy. So they've probably beaten out like some sort of advertisement thingy for wiener pills in belgium <laughs> and whatnot so good for them and like what they do over there with their their marketing and creative but i want i wanted to point something out we've talked about this a, a while uh off the podcast did you ever notice ryan newman gets all the food sponsors and chris busher doesn't get i any? think we talked about it on one of the episodes did we yeah <laughs> so why is that i mean I don't know. Fast and all, maybe Fast and all just loves Busher and Fifth Third Bank. Those are his two main sponsors. But throw throw Busher some sort of you know donuts or something, or because Newman's in the Mister Peanut car. 
Of course, it's food. <laughs> so, I don't know why. Maybe so, once we get Brandon Lee on the show, who's a PR guy for Roush Family Racing, we can ask him. Oh my God, hold on, I got to bend over. Wait, I'm picking up that name you dropped. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, CBS Sports is reporting that Dan, Denny Hamlin believes 23XI has met expectations. Wrong. Like what? How low were your expectations if they met him? Yeah, like he was saying they've been running sixteen to twenty, which is, which is I don't know, good. I guess. I, mean, I feel like they're. I feel like they're just an extension of the Joe Gibbs Racing Team anyway. So I feel like sixteen to twenty is not their expectation. Yeah, I and there's. I mean, for that being their expectations, they had a lot of bravado coming out of the gates. Yeah. I mean, I expect them to be in the 14 to 16 range. I would have said 10 like for a good season, you know, or a successful season. So he, I mean, there's still time, you know, maybe he's expecting them to make a late push. Uh, I mean, the one thing I saw on NBC sports, they had a list of their most improved uh, for this season in various categories. And they had Bubba Wallace listed as the most improved passer. Um, he ranked 31st in surplus passing value on non-drafting ovals last year and he's 12th right now is this like nascar saber metrics yeah you know you know you, you got to get deep in the weeds for this stuff <laughs> any anyhow he it, it, it based off what i read there's a expectation on how fast your car would run and he has a a pass differential of 17.5 better than the ex expectations based on the vehicle he's driving where they got that shit from, who knows? But uh, I mean, that's a uh, if he's shown improvement, maybe uh, maybe Denny is seeing something that's not results related that has his expectations met. Did NBC Sports have us as the most improved NASCAR podcast? They did not. They did not. The other stuff they had was most improved restarter, Corey LaJoy, most improved speed, the number 17 Roush team, which is Chris Busher who doesn't get food sponsors and a strategist, Matt McCall on the pit box for Kurt Busch, which I found odd because Kurt isn't, isn't in the playoffs. Yeah. He's like 18th or 19th. So are they saying if he didn't have Matt McCauley be down with Eric Amarola? Um, but anyhow, that's, wow, that's, that's a low blow to Eric Amarola. Well, no, that's to his strategist. Yeah. You just, you didn't have to, take down eric amarola like that well we love eric amarola i actually a spoiler alert i'm gonna name him later for something oh okay and then what's this next on the list well, uh, landon castle the first nascar driver to be paid in cryptocurrency in a 19 race deal with voyager digital yeah so uh, from what i understand this contract for the 19 races will pay him anywhere between 69 cents and $420 billion, depending on the crypto market fluctuations. Who was the, uh, there was a, like an MLB player, NFL player that's getting paid in cryptocurrency? Oh, he already got cut. Oh, he it did? Was, yeah, it was, a, it was a ploy. But yeah, so <laughs> who knows what the, uh, yeah. the actual amount of money he will get from this deal is. But yeah, between 69 cents and $420 billion. It sounds like you should uh, maybe get a sponsorship from maybe Bitcoin, Dogecoin, Gcoin. We've all seen those. So I'm just, yeah. maybe that could work in his favor. 
So we are making our trip to the Nashville Super Speedway this weekend for the first time since 2011. And I think that is going to be my drinking game this weekend is how many times they mention that they haven't been here in 10 years. What do you uh, think? You're drunk already. <laughs> and I mean, there's no traction compound, so we can't get hammered that way. Um, so I'm thinking the drinking game would be, you know, they haven't been here in forever. And just so everyone's clear, this one is not at the fairgrounds. So yeah. it will not be, I don't believe any police will show up at the track because of people calling in noise complaints. I think we're, we're good there. Yeah. But, uh, so the first race is the Rackley Roofing 200. It'll be at 7 p.m. Eastern, uh, 6 p.m. Central on FS1 in the Motor Racing Network. Uh, it will be 150 laps with stages one and two being 45 laps and stage three being 60 laps. Uh, there is practice and qualifying this weekend. I think that is because it's the first time they've raced there in 10 years. I don't know if you've heard. Frank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, practice is scheduled for 11.05 Eastern and then qualifying will be Friday night at 5.05 PM just before the race. There you go. John Hunter Nemechek, who People are trying to stir up rumors that he might be in the uh, 23XI second car. Um, he's looking for his third consecutive victory. He would become the first driver since got, uh, Kyle Busch in 2019 to win four straight. A uh, uh, quick note on Nemechek. He signed a deal with uh, Joe Gibbs Racing to race a couple of Xfinity races. So, so maybe that's where they got the uh, rumor yeah. from. Yeah, some other guys that have had some success at uh, Nashville – uh, Matt Crafton has started 13 times here. He has seven top tens and an average finish of 10.7. Johnny Sauter has made five series starts with two top fives and four top tens. That's impressive because they have not run here since 2011. So Hold on, let me open the... <laughs> <laughs> so that means those two are older than dirt. Yep. Uh, but it's still uh, crafty and, uh, yeah. And then uh, Jennifer Joe Cobb, Parker Kligerman, and Clay Greenfield have also made starts here. And um, Fun fact, uh, Toyotas have won six of the 13 races in Nashville, so maybe our picks will be Toyota drivers. Whoa, and they've done that with practice. Um, yeah. um, Toyota development guy. Um we got some uh, bushwhackers down here. We got Ryan Priest and the uh, 17 Hunt Brothers for Team DGR. William By uh, Byron is racing for Rackley Roofing in the number 24. And Ross Chastain is going to be coming out there in the number 45 Georgia Watermelon Circle B diecast for Nice Motorsports, which I didn't look at that. I didn't see that truck. Yeah, that might have been one. That might have been one of my picks. You look it up. Uh, so there will be 43 entrants. There's 43 cars listed on the entry list. Three will be left out after qualifying. That's sad. That's, Friday night. that's sad. Let them, let them race. Let them race. And honestly, I'm a little surprised that there aren't more bushwhackers in either of the races. Just because, I don't know if you know this, we haven't been at Nashville since 2011. Yeah, that's, I, like I had heard that. So thought there'd be more, but guess there's not. Well, all right, let's go to your truck pick or truck, uh, or truck race winner. I'm going, uh, Sheldon Creed. Uh, I, you really can't do much stat analysis here cause they haven't raced here since 2011, but, uh, 
he'd been running strong at ovals the last uh month or two he's had some bad luck and or bad driving the last couple races but i i believe in him and his awesome hairdo so going sheldon creed so a lot of my picks are based on dover since it is the only other concrete track so a lot of my statistical analysis came from there i'm gonna go with ben rhodes so he does he hasn't raced at nashville before but he's had um, success at Dover, where since 2018, the last three race, truck races at Dover, he's finished second, fifth, and sixth. There you go. So, Thomas taking Sheldon Creed. I'm going to take Ben Rhodes. On Saturday, we have the Tennessee Lottery 250. It is a 188-lap uh, Xfinity race beginning at 3 p.m. Eastern. It'll be the first race of the season on NBC Sports. It'll, uh, if you're driving like uh, Thomas, you can hear it on MRN. 45 laps, 45 laps, then 98 laps are the stages. I don't know if you know this, but the last race, Xfinity race at Nashville was in 2011. And Justin Allgaier, Michael Annette, Jeremy Clements, Timmy Hill, JJ Yelly, uh, David Starr, Landon Castle, and Kyle Busch all raced in that race. There you go. Um, Kyle Busch is the only driver entered this weekend to have a a previous win here. He won in 2009. He also has um, two. Uh, wait, what was that? He has, he has two, two truck wins. One two truck two. wins, yeah. which is impressive because those came before 2011. <laughs> uh, um, so he's he's the clear favorite. Um, I think he's tainted for coming into this race. Let him be. I'm starting to get tired of it. Well, there's 42 cars entered, so we'll have six miss after qualifying. Oh, so you, oh you had a different number. J Ski had six, so I trust J Ski more than you. All right. Well, then, gosh, that sucks for six of them. Yeah, some of the guys there. They got uh, practice set for Friday night. Qualifying will be at 11:35 a.m. on Saturday. You know what? The oh, I yeah, okay. I was gonna say I got my numbers from NASCAR, but maybe I didn't. Anyhow, uh, who do you got? I'm. I think Kyle Busch will probably win just because he's a bushwhacker. But I'm going to go with Justin Algar. He ran really well last week at Texas. He's run well here at Nashville. He has experience. He's got three top fives and I guess three top tens. I don't know what, what the difference is between those. But wow, I don't know why you wouldn't pick Kyle Busch, but I'm going to pick Kyle Busch because <laughs> I'm not Luke Hillen, who has a man crush on Kyle <laughs> Busch. <laughs> well, I mean Luke. Luke slid me a five spot to pick Kyle Busch. <laughs> so, okay, so you think Kyle Busch is going to win? This would be, if he does, it would be his 100th Xfinity win. He says he would be done after his 100. Do you actually believe him? Well, I hope he does so we don't have to see him race here again. <laughs> I don't mind him racing in these if there's more uh, like cup guys, but if it's just him, it's, I don't know. Yeah. And if you would have told me that he got to 100 Xfinity wins before Wood Brothers got to 100 wins altogether. I didn't think about that. I would, let's just say no ice cream cake for Kyle Busch. He, I don't hold that in as much esteem as uh, Wood Brothers. I'll probably buy a bag of M&M's though. The mixed one with the three things together? Yeah. What's your favorite? I like the peanut ones. Uh, see, I'm a peanut butter guy, but then, you know, a lot of people assume that Reese's Pieces and peanut M&M's are the same thing because they're little candies with peanut butter in them. Yeah. Totally different. 
Reese's Pieces just like a sweet candy shell. You know, M&M's has a chocolate around it, so they're different. Don't ever get those two confused. If I ask you for peanut M&M's, don't effing bring me Reese's Pieces. Duly noted. All right, let's transition from chocolate to the cup race. We have the Ally 400. It will be 300 laps, so don't get confused. First stage is 90 laps, second stage 95 laps, and the third and final stage is 115 laps. I hope that my math seems off on that. Is that right? No, I, th I think that's right. All right. Well, I went to Auburn, so I'm not sure. Coverage begins. Oh, God, uh, that is, yeah, that's right. That math is yeah. right. Now, the All track right. is the track is 1.33333 repeating miles. Okay. So they're going to have to find one, like there's one millionth of a mile missing that they're going to have to make up somewhere to get to the 400. That's a lot of math for my simple brain. Anywho, coverage begins at 2.45 p.m. Eastern on NBC Sports Network and MRN. Uh, this is the first time ever the Cup Series will race at Nashville. And I don't know if you saw this on Twitter yesterday, but Corey LaJoy had a press conference yesterday, and he hates this track. Uh, he says it'll be a boring race because there's only one lane that works, and he doesn't understand why NASCAR comes to these tracks instead of other ones that are more exciting for the fans. Well, good for Corey for sticking up for the fans. But he, as the most improved restarter, he should be happy that he won't be able to get passed by people. So restart fast. Yeah, but he can't get by anybody. But he doesn't have to. You just get by him on the restarts. Anyhow, yeah, I agree. I mean, we'll see. Like, I don't know how they race here because when was the last time they were here? 2011? Yeah. So... So it'll be interesting and, to see. And then, you know, I, I hope that they, yeah, I hope that they're not just here because it's Nashville and they feel like they need to be yeah. in Nashville. And hopefully there's a good turnout and everybody can go out to Lebanon, Tennessee, which is about 40 minutes away from uh, Nashville and have a good time. Yeah. And then uh, go over to Kid Rock's bar afterwards and get crunk on some purple drink. There you go. Uh, some guys that have experience on the track, Kyle Bush, as we mentioned, Kevin Harvick, Brad Keselowski, Austin Dillon, and Joey Logano have all either won here in Xfinity or trucks. So, uh, fun fact, friend of the program, Brandon Lee, uh, says that Jack Roush is responsible for the very first and very last win at Nashville Super Speedway. Whoa. How did that math work out on that? What do you mean? Like who won? Uh, Greg Biffle won the first first race there in 2001, and then Carl Edwards won it in 2011, which was the last time they were there. Okay. And they haven't been there since. Yeah. So who do you got? Well, there will be 39 oh. people on the entry list, so everybody will make it. The, there is 40 spots. 39 people on the entry list. Practice is set for Saturday afternoon, and we will qualify uh, Sunday morning. My long shot is going to be Daniel Suarez, and again, my analysis is strictly coming from Dover, and Suarez ran well at Dover earlier this season, finished in 10th place, so he's going to be my long shot. Um. And with 39 cars in, like, hey, hey David Starr, get a Whataburger car out there, you know? Is you know, he not on the entry list? Oh, I don't know. He might be. I was just somebody, you know? Uh, Jennifer Joe Cobb, you know, go get your uh, get a Whataburger car, get in the race. Anyhow, my long shot's Eric Almarola. I think uh, he's due. I'm just doing it based on he's due. David Starr is in. Oh, there you go. 
And I, it'd be awesome if Amarola won because that would just shake up the playoffs because it'd be like, oh my God, there's a guy in the 20s in, in the thingy. So let's shake it up. You know, Bob Maneri is going to be the sponsor for the David Star car. And that, isn't that the guy that makes the funny like play-by-play voice over the videos of like kids getting jacked up on the football field? I don't know. I don't do much YouTube stuff. Like I don't. Well, it's not YouTube. I it's Instagram. I don't. What's that? It was like Instagram and stuff. It's not really YouTube. Well, I don't watch like. Yeah. Anyhow, who do you got for your winner? I'm gonna go with Kevin Harvick because a he's got the best paint scheme of the year in my opinion, and also he's had success at Nashville as well as Dover. So it seems that he runs well on concrete. There you go. I'm going Kyle Larson. He's won everything for the last. Oh, look at me. I'm going to cherry pick. He's won everything. He's the best Infinity driver of all time and the guy that's won the last four races. Are we here to give people winners? (laughs) I'm here to give people winners. Um, Yeah, he's won everything for the last five months, whether it's dirt track, uh, like sprints and midgets and modifieds, and then he's winning NASCAR events left and right. So there you go. All right. Some uh, long shots are Daniel Suarez and Eric Amarola winner, Kyle Larson and Kevin Harvick. Harvick also needs a victory bad just to – the whole Stuart Haas just needs something good to happen. Yeah, that's why Eric Amarola is going to come through for us. <laughs> All right, let's get to our favorite segment of our preview episodes with paint schemes. We will tar- start with the truck series. Who you got? Um, I'm going Ryan Priest. He's in the number 17. Guess who his sponsor is? Hunt Bros. Hunt Bros. I we pass. I I passed. We like there's no one riding shotgun between uh, College Station and Longmont, Colorado. I passed about sixty nine thousand four hundred and twenty Hunt Bros. Haven't pulled the trigger, but I am on the way back. Mark it because it's going to be a Sunday. Uh, when I'm driving back and most of the restaurants I want to stop at are, are closed on Sundays. So I think we can go pull the hunt brothers trigger. Okay. I won't be able to do video cause you know, one hand on the pizza, Yeah, but uh, I'll let you know how it is. All right. I'm going to go with Chase Purdy. Who's be driving the number 23 Bama Chevrolet uh, light blue uh, color with uh, some red on there. Bama buggies. I don't know. It sounds badass. Back, back when I lived in Alabama, uh, we called shopping carts buggies. Uh, I didn't actually because I'm educated and civilized, but some people call them that. I've never heard that before until I moved there. So I thought when I saw BamaBuggies.com, it was like you're buying shopping carts, but it's just like four wheelers and shit. So fun story. <laughs> That's a uh, yeah. So uh, honorable mention, Sheldon Creed. Uh, we're going to give him a shout out because Lift uh, Lift Kits for Less, they announced their sponsorship before we recorded. So uh, good for him. That he yeah, you know, anytime you, can, truck. anytime you can get wiener pills to advertise on your car, you know, <laughs> it's better than having a blank car. All right. And Xfinity, we're big into the crypto game. Yeah. I'm going head to head. I got uh, Stefan Parsons. He's back in the Dogecoin uh, number 99 to the moon, man, with a little... Dogecoin doggy on it. And then I'm going to go with uh, Joe Graff Jr. and the G-Coin 007 car. So suck it, Doge. It's just navy blue. It's got like the little coins that look like the little coins that you'd get when you play Mario. 
on it. Yeah, it's weak yeah. compared to Dogecoin, but anyhow. I mean, the, the Xfinity Paints games were kind of weak. Well, you know, well, In Cup, we had some badass ones, though. Yeah, totes. Uh, some honorable mentions, Ryan Priest and the Entenmans. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Some donuts. Yeah, he's uh, wait. Is he the first two? Is he the first one to get two cars in the same weekend for us? I don't know. We might have to look that up. Anyhow, um, yeah, and then we have uh, Bubba Wallace has a dog on his car, and we're all for the dogs. He's in the Pet Smart car. I didn't look up to read if that's actually his dog. I thought because I think he owns a dog, but I didn't look to see if that was his dog that's on the car. I guess if I was a, we'll look into it. And another uh, another honorable mention that we didn't put on there: Ryan Newman in the number six, Mister uh, the Planters Peanuts car. Yeah, I mean they, he he ran that at Hotlanta, and uh, I guess they're close enough to Atlanta that you know that's peanut country. What's that? Did he run it at Atlanta? Yeah, they had uh, he because remember we had the peanut on peanut action. We had Anthony Alfredo was in the. Uh, Georgia Peanut and Ryan Newman was somebody was in it. Maybe it was uh, it might have been Priest. Somebody was in the Planners Peanuts car. Are you sure? I am one hundred and I will put sixty nine thousand four hundred and twenty. It was Ryan. It was Ryan Priest. Okay, yeah, someone was in. So Peanut on Peanut action. Yeah. All right, who you got for your real picks? For my real picks, I'm going uh, number 41, Cole Custer. He's in the Dixie Vodka Tony T's um, truck. And Tony's T sounds a lot like a John Daly, (laughs) but uh, Tony Stewart has teamed up with Dixie Vodka and they're selling uh, pre-made mixed drinks in a can. And Tony's T is lemonade, vodka, and iced tea. Sweet tea or unsweet? It just said tea. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I thought that drink had another name, but they're calling it Tony's Tea. Um, like I'm for looking up the recipe, and it's called a John Daly everywhere I've been. But you know, John Daly is about the same size as Tony Stewart <laughs> right now. So you know, there you go. Um, and then I have Daniel Suarez. Yeah, we fought over this one. You know, cut no, because I was willing to take the other one. We didn't fight. We just there was a miscommunication because we've both been away for years. Um, but he's in the number ninety nine, and it's uh, sponsored by a Nashville legend, um, Tootsie's. So, yeah. <laughs> purple car with some flowers on it. it's pretty badass i liked it i'm gonna go first i'm gonna go with kyle bush it's a tootsie's orchid lounge is yeah the entire name but yeah and it's got a, it's an orchid color and it's got an orchid on it it's a national legend it, i don't know if it's as legendy as the biscuit place i like to go to um but anyhow uh, I'm surprised you didn't take this one first. I'm going to go with Kyle Busch in the number 18 pedigree Toyota. It's got about 10 dogs on it. Probably the cutest thing you'll ever see on the track. So that's my first one. And then the second one, and it 
it, I, it's by far the front runner of paint scheme of the year for me. And it is Kevin Harvick in the grave digger bush light. And if you ever seen the monster truck grave digger, it's exactly like that. And then if you haven't seen it yet, Stuart Haas did a, a photo shoot with the grave digger monster truck right next to Kevin Harvick's car this weekend. And it is bad to the bone. And if we, when we have a paint scheme hall of fame, I think Kevin Harvick will get in before Quinn Hauf because <laughs> Quinn Hauf basically has three cars and anytime he runs the, the eight ball, we pick it. Yeah. I think Kyle, Kyle Weatherman and Kevin Harvick will probably be. Kevin Harvick's for sure. First ballot. Yeah. Paint scheme hall of fame. So that'll do it. Those are our picks for paint scheme. Be sure to follow us on Twitter on Loose Lug Nuts Pod or on Instagram at Loose Lug Nuts Podcast. For Thomas Dick, I am Evan Roberts. I will be gone next week. You'll be joined by a dear friend of the program, uh, Luke Hillen. So Thomas and Luke will be back on Tuesday to recap Nashville Super Speedway, a place that we are going to for the first time since 2011. Join the, enjoy the races. This weekend, uh, we'll be back with a new episode on Tuesday. We will see you. Exciting first race in Nashville in the 21st century. I grew up in Texas where football was my game. Until that racing fever started burning in my brain. I started running many stops when I was 13. And won a short track championship when I was just 16. I met a man named Harry Hyde and he built a car for me. Sponsored by Granddaddy Hill and Strilling Company. We ran in five Grand Nationals when I was 17. My Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. Thank you for the ride, Harry Hyde. And I'm glad I had Granddaddy on my side. given me the brakes I must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance I'll do the best I can for those who've given me the chance <laughs>